0: Italian wine podcast. Cin, cin with Italian wine
1: people. This podcast has been recorded during Vivite, an event organized by the Alleanza delle Cooperative Italiane, the Alliance of Italian Corps. This is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Wood, and my guest today is Graziano Molo And Graziano is the direttore, or director, of Consorzio Vini Trentino. Right. So, right. What does Consorzio Vino Trentino mean, and uh, what is it?
0: I um, actually it's a wine consortium. It's part of a beautiful uh, Dolomites region in the north part of Italy.
1: So you're a cooperative.
0: Yes, we have a cooperative. How
1: many members do you have?
0: More or less 100, among them 11 big cooperatives and a lot of uh, wineries. And wineries, smaller one.
1: So you're like a group of cooperatives that and you you reunite various smaller cooperatives under one uh, one banner. Actually,
0: actually, we manage all uh, all these, so the big, uh, the medium, and and the small sites uh, okay. producers.
1: In terms of your vineyards, roughly how many hectares are we talking about?
0: Ten thousand. Yes,
1: yes. So 10 10,000 hectares and the annual wine production roughly?
0: Uh, Roughly about 1 million uh, uh, hectares.
1: Hectoliters. Okay, yes. so a million hectoliters. And what are your main grape varieties for white wine, and, and then so for red?
0: The, the main grapes are white grapes. The first one is Pinot Grigio, the famous. And the second Chardonnay. And then we have okay a part of the production only more or less twenty five percent red grapes. The king of the red, Trentino red grapes is the Teroldego coming from the Germany Tiroler gold, so the gold from Tirol, or Tyrol, as you like. And uh, we also have uh, some uh, very famous wine, like uh, Marzemino. It's uh, a very famous red wine because uh, Mozart, the famous composer and musician, he used to like uh, very much
1: in the past. Okay, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know Mozart took his name from the Marzomino grape, but <laughs> yes. I, you, you learn you something new every day, okay. Yeah. So in terms of, um, In terms of your market, what is your market in Italy and your market abroad? What's the percentage of sales?
0: Uh, We have to um, divide into into two different uh, sides. First is the export market. US is the first market. And of course, the number one is Pinot Grigio. It's very important export. The second market is Germany, traditionally because you know our region is near the border with Austria, so the tradition is going through north. And the third match is UK. And then uh, we have uh, actually uh, quite interesting uh, growing market in the Asian area, like China and Japan, and uh, very interesting for our sparkling wine. Yeah. The national markets, uh, first export market the uh, US, uh, second
1: uh, Germany, and third uh, UK. Your sales in Italy, what percentage of turnover uh, of money, it's, or it's, volume, whichever yes, you
0: volume, It's uh, difficult to say, so around 80 85 million of bottles. Uh, so in the total, so the turnover is very difficult because uh, our big company sell in Italy, so they have a, a very volume in Italy, but also they export a lot, okay. and uh, we have not uh, the whole volume of, of exports.
1: Right. Okay. So in terms of Pinot Grigio, if you're selling a bottle of Pinot Grigio in America, yep. and you're selling one to Germany and one to, say, China. Are there any stylistic differences in terms of residual sugar for those three Pinot Grigio wines? Do you style them slightly differently?
0: Actually, no, because, uh, you know, in uh, Trentino, we work also with uh, other regions in terms of uh, production of wine. So we collect the wine from other producers and we sell it from Trentino. Uh, I mean, there is a very typical production from uh, mountain. Uh, from Pinot Grigio, and this belong to Trentino. So it's very interesting.
1: So, what's the difference between a, a, a Pinot Grigio grown in your mountainous area and, say, one grown on flatter ground, uh, maybe in I don't you know, know Friuli or something?
0: Yeah, actually, the terroir is different. You know, now through the DOC of Pinot Grigio della Venezia there is a, a huge Pinot Grigio area, but we try to make differences among the different regions. So, each region has different taste and different terroir. for the Grigio can crave, uh, uh, can grow, and, and have a uh, different taste.
1: But is that useful for you when you're making a blend, for example, for the American market? So we take a little bit of Pinot Grigio from the mountains, a bit from the plain yes. we blend them together. Of
0: course, and... it depends on the taste and on the trend on different markets. And I would like to underline that maybe our really good production of Trentino distinctive from other region is the sparkling wine, the Metodo Classico, you know, the famous Trento
1: DOC. So what is a what is a traditional blend for the for the classic method sparkling classic wine? Classic Metodo
0: Sparkling wine traditional blend is a, a mix of Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Okay. Uh, this is a very important Chardonnay, on average, between 500 and 700 meters, so quite high. So the taste is very different.
1: And how long do the wines typically stay on the lees before they're disgorged and, and bottled uh, and sent uh, for sale?
0: Normally, between uh, 25 and uh, 63 months. Okay. And It depends on normal or server.
1: What about um, initiatives regarding, say, sustainability, which is kind of yes. like one step towards organics and maybe organics itself? Is that easy in these mountainous conditions?
0: Actually, it's not easy, but uh, thank you for the question because uh, we are now waiting for the second certification of all our uh, territory in Trentino. We are the first region in Italy that certificates with the Sistema SQNV, says, uh, Sistema di Qualità di Produzione Integrata. This is a national certification for the integrated stability, and it's very important because it's the first time that in Italy. Uh, almost uh, all regions certificate all the producer.
1: But do people see that as uh, when they get the it's, is it the SNQA, yep. when they get that certification, they say, OK, I'm I'm reducing my use of herbicide, I'm maybe eliminating one insecticide, I'm using a little bit less of another insecticide. Exactly. Do, do, but do people see that as, as the end of the story or do they think maybe this is a good step towards, say, organics or even biodynamics? Do, do your growers think that? or?
0: You know, talking about organics for all the producers, production is more a dream it would be a beautiful world but it's not easy it is yet so simple i think is it's that because a, of
1: the labor cost because you're on steep slopes often and it is very hard to deal with weeds on these steep first slopes. one
0: territory second one we are mountain territory so it's very difficult you know to, to, to think about there is of course a, a growing uh, hectare area from organic production but compared with all the production is difficult so now we have the first step uh, uh, talking about uh, integrated production where we reduce in an extreme way all the detail all the problematic uh, substances. That's very important. So we take care of, uh, about uh, our land, we take care about the population, we take care about our tourists, because Trentino works a lot with tourism in summer and winter. And it's very important we give a, a positive measure that we take care of our territory. Of course, we are looking forward and uh, we are trying to improve uh, step by step the organic production it's not so
1: easy how about climate change you say obviously you think you're in an alpine area it's going to be really cold and everybody's going to be going yeah. skiing every day but it's not as you said it's a very hot area is it getting hotter
0: absolutely this is the second very good question uh, we noticed in the last 10 years that climate changes are extremely uh, tremendous uh, changes Donald,
1: Donald Trump would say that was fake news yeah. but anyway uh, no no actually, <laughs> actually unfortunately
0: not, actually, not. So, uh, so we have for example the last five years, a lot of uh, problem with uh, damages, with uh, climate condition, with uh, health problem, with uh, disease, then uh, actually we don't, we, we didn't have for the last 20 years. So you can really notice uh, tr- tremendous changes in the last five years.
1: But how do you deal with that though?
0: Uh, I think we have to change our mind before we try to change the climate. So we have to adapt ourselves on a very changing climate uh, and probably try to work on uh, genomic uh, of the vineyards uh, to adapt them for the future. Conditions. So you're not,
1: you're not thinking about um, cultural responses like maybe pruning a little bit differently, managing maybe managing yeah. the interrows a bit differently in terms of ploughing and things like that? Does that play a part as well?
0: Absolutely. You know, a correct approach to the agriculture methods it's very important to to compete and to deal uh, with this climate message.
1: Are you working with any disease-resistant varieties or um, even Um, hotter climate varieties? We
0: are in a a very positive uh, cooperation with the Fundazione Edmond Mach. This is uh, a foundation, uh, institutional research foundation, since uh, more than one uh, um, century in trentino and it's very important we have a lot of programs of a cooperation program for research and for genomic uh,
1: researchers just want to say thanks to our guest today graziano molone who's the director of the vini del trentino cooperative uh, group yep. it's been great to talk to you talking about climate change and uh, initiatives and all the rest of it and i wish you every success with your sales and i hope to come up and see you sometime
0: okay thank you very much for every time welcome in trentino
1: that's very kind thanks okay. This episode has been brought to you by Vinitali 2018, taking place in Verona from April 15th to 18th. Vinitali is the wine exhibition that helps you discover and get to know Italian wine and features over 4,200 wineries.
0: Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.